In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Boy, we come to the culmination of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the exodus of Egypt, when after a long and terrible exile in Egypt for hundreds of years, and after going through the ten plagues and all the steps that we learned about in the last couple of Torah portions, finally in this week, Hashem takes us out of Mitzrayim on that special night, the 15th of Nisan, which is celebrated forever as the day of Pesach, the day of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the day of the birth of Klal Yisrael. When talking about this special night, so when we read the Haggadah on that night, we talk about a very interesting and beautiful pasuk that the Novi Yecheskel, the Prophet Yecheskel says. He says, V'ever olayich, in the name of Hashem, of course, Hashem is saying, I passed over you. V'erich misbeseses bedomayich. Hashem says, I passed over the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, and I saw them wallowing in their blood. V'oimer loch bedomayich chayi, v'oimer loch bedomayich chayi. And I said, through your blood you will live, through your blood, this blood will bring you life. What does that mean? That Hashem saw the blood of the Jewish people and said that this blood will bring them life. And the explanation given is that Hashem was talking about two bloods that were involved in the process of that night of leaving Mitzrayim. One is, as the Torah describes at length in this week's parsha that at that evening, all Klal Yisrael, all the Jewish people, brought the Karban Pesach. They brought the Paschal offering, and everyone sacrificed a lamb for Hashem, and, um, and, 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 and ate the meat that night. So there was the blood of the Paschal offering. Additionally, there was the blood of circumcision. All the males, the vast majority of the males in Mitzrayim, did not perform circumcision, bris milah, had to perform a bris milah on that day, or that evening, in order to be able to partake in this Korban Pesach and to be redeemed from Mitzrayim. So there's a lot of blood. There's the blood of the Korban Pesach. There's the blood of the Brismila, of the circumcision that's going on at that night. And that's what Hashem says. He says that I passed over and I saw both of those bloods. I saw the blood of the Korban Pesach and I saw the blood of the Brismila. And I said, this blood will bring you life, will bring you redemption. The, uh, the UCS Mitzrayim. But why? Why is it that that blood is so significant and necessary? Why is that part of the process? In order to come out of Mitzrayim, we need those two mitzvahs. So Rashi, in this week's parsha, brings a fascinating teaching from one of the sages of the Mishnah, Rabbi Masya ben Chorosh. And Rabbi Masya ben Chorosh says that in order to understand this, you have to read a little bit further there in the Psukim in Yecheskel. And there it says, Hashem says that you've become so many, you've multiplied in Mitzrayim, you've grown but you were still naked and bare. And I passed over you and I saw it's the time for me to express my love to you, says Hashem to the Jewish people, but you're still beer, you're still unclothed. And Rabbi Masya ben Kharish explained, he says, the time of redemption had arrived and Hashem wants to redeem the people and, and redeem his nation. And yet he says, you're beer, you're naked, meaning you're beer from mitzvahs. You don't have the Jewish people in Mitzrayim were in slavery and bondage and very assimilated and very not involved in holy activities and mitzvahs. And Hashem says in order to be worthy or in order to be able to appreciate and receive the gift of redemption and revelation, you have to have some mitzvahs in order to clothe yourself with. Mitzvahs are like garments that clothe you spiritually and make you worthy and able to appreciate and receive the gift of redemption. Says Rabbi Masya ben Kharash that that's why Hashem says, I'll give you these two mitzvahs. I'll give you the mitzvah of Karban Pesach and the mitzvah of Brismila, And this will provide for you garments, so to speak, figuratively, 
that those garments will make you able and worthy of receiving the gift of redemption. And that's what's going on in these Pesukim. Hashem says, you, 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 were, you multiplied, the time of redemption had arrived, yet you were still naked, and therefore I'm giving you the mitzvahs as clothing to make the redemption a possibility. And yet the question remains, why these two mitzvahs? Why two? Why not one? Why not three? What's the, what's the deeper meaning of these two mitzvahs? And the Rebbe explains. He says, when it comes to serving Hashem, there's two basic concepts in serving Hashem. In the words of the Pasuk, Sur Meirah Sur Meirah means that a person removed themselves from that which is negative, which is evil, which is unholy, which is against Hashem. Asetoiv, do good, bring godliness into your life. These are the two basic steps of serving Hashem, staying away from that which is bad and involving ourselves in that which is good. Mitzvahs, positive commandments, and transgressions, not doing averis. Says the Rebbe that these two mitzvahs really encapsulate these two parts, these two basics of serving Hashem. Bringing the carbon Pesach, the carbon Pesach was a sheep. The sheep was the idolatry of the Egyptians and the idolatry that many of the Jewish people were involved in. So when they brought the carbon Pesach, they took that sheep, which was a, a symbol of idolatry, and sacrificed it to Hashem. That's the symbol of removing ourselves from that which is negative, from that which is unholy. Sur meirah going away from idolatry. Asetoiv, to do good, is the bris milah, which is about forging that connection, that bond with Hashem in a positive way. And therefore, Hashem says, I need you to do an act. One act of tremendous surmirav, removal from the negative, from the unholy. And another act of asetoiv, of positive connecting to Hashem. And this will be the basic clothing that will make you ready for the Geula, for the redemption, as the Pasuk says, through this blood you will live, you will have the, all the revelation associated with the redemption. The Rebbe takes this one beautiful step further and connects this teaching with its teacher. We said that this teaching was said by Reb Masya ben Chorosh, one of the sages of the Mishnah. Why was it him who said specifically this beautiful teaching? And he brings a Gemara. The Gemara says that Rabbi Masya ben Chorash headed a great yeshiva in Rome. This is shortly after the destruction of the second base of Mikdash. The Jews are in exile in Rome, and that's where Rabbi Masya ben Chorash has his yeshiva. And you got to ask, why did he want to have his yeshiva in Rome, the place of their exile, the place that exiled them? After all, though Rome was the one who exiled them, you didn't have to live in Rome. In fact, at the same time, there was yeshivas in Eretz Yisro. Rabbi Akiva had a yeshiva in Eretz Yisro. And yet, Rabbi Masya ben Kharash maintained the great yeshiva of Rome. And the question is, why? Why would Rabbi Masya ben Kharash um, decide, choose, to have his yeshiva in Rome, which was the symbol of exile under the Roman emperor? And the answer lies in this teaching alone that Rabbi Masya ben Kharash said, and he would tell this to his disciples in his yeshiva. The answer is, Rabbi Masya ben Kharash was always waiting for the Geula and waiting for the redemption and to go back to Eretz Yisrael. But he recognized that there's many Jews who are going to be in the exile and, and unfortunately very involved in the exile and lacking the necessary garments, not lacking the necessary mitzvahs, the necessary Torah to be worthy of receiving and be, to be able to receive the great redemption that we're waiting for. And therefore, he says, that's where I'm going to have my yeshiva. I'm going to be there where the exile is, where the people are, in order to help them, just as Hashem says, that in order to 
merit redemption. We have to have those garments of Torah and mitzvahs in order to, to hasten and, and merit the, the redemption, redemption. So Ramasi Macharash told us Talmidim, that's what we're doing here. There's a Yid in the street. There's another Yid who's very, very sunk, if you will, in the Golos, in the exile of Rome. And we have to be here to offer them and to help them find the necessary Torah, the mitzvahs, one mitzvah, two mitzvahs, to create and give them the garments that they need to merit redemption. And this is why it's him, Ramasya, who lived that life, the life of living in Rome and looking for that one last year to give him the garments, who teaches us this teaching about Yitzhak Mitzrayim on that night. And of course, this teaching is so symbolic of the Rebbe's approach in general. This week, this coming Tuesday, is Yud, the 10th of Shvat, the passing of the previous Rebbe, and the time when his son-in-law, the Rebbe, became the Rebbe of Chabad. And both of these Rebbeim, devoted their life to this very concept of reaching out and sending people to reach out and making us aware and responsible of reaching out to every single Yid, anyone who we may have any type of connection to and make sure that they have that one garment, even one mitzvah or two mitzvahs in order to make them worthy and ready and, and to be able to appreciate the redemption, the gula that Emir Hashem is very soon, very near, and especially on this Shabbos, which is the Shabbos that we read the story of the Geula, of the redemption and the Chumash, is of course a time that's most appropriate for Geula, for redemption, and this is our part of the job, to make sure for ourselves and for anyone that we have a, an ability to affect, to give them one more mitzvah, one more garment, to make us all ready for the Geula, may it come very speedily. Have a wonderful Shabbos.